Did you know it was my birthday this past week? I did know. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. For another I'm, year uh, of life. I'm 23 years old now. I'm 23 years young. You're, you're a big boy. Though I feel very old. I feel very old inside. Um, what do you mean? Like I, you're ill and sickly? Well, not only that. <laughs> I am ill and sickly, actually. I went to the doctor to get my physical before my health insurance runs out, and they told me my ticker's weird. They told me my heart <laughs> has a problem. Had to try and have some fun with you. No, my doctor's so serious. Her name's Susan. Um, my mm. parents love her. They she they say she's the best. So Susan, I don't know. Susan's the best. They, they're like Susan's the best because I I feel very uncomfortable by her. She has very bad bedside manner. She's very st- stern and mm-hmm. I would say mean. Um, she mean. does not seem loving to me, and I need a doctor to show me love, um, because. I, I just don't feel comfortable talking to her. She's really judgy. And my parents. How is she judgy? Well, like, I, yeah, I, I didn't want to tell me. her that talk I smoke. I did smoke I, I weed sometimes, which I don't really do anymore. But I, she was like, do you smoke? Do you do drugs? She said, do you do street drugs? And I said, <laughs> no, I don't do street drugs. And she was like, how about marijuana? That's a, that's a big thing now. And I was like, well, not really. No, not anymore. And she's like, okay, okay. And she's like, are you sexually active? I said, I said, well, of course not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I told her, I told her I'm a virgin. And which is true. Yeah. Yeah. And then she said, can I, can I touch your balls? And I said, is this related to the virginity thing? And she said, no, that won't take your virginity. I'm checking for cancer. And I said, okay, go ahead. Wait. So she did the ball check for you. Yeah. 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 I like it when they do it for me. (laughs) I that's. I mean, you had a I lady. You had a lady doctor do it too. That's terrifying to me. But they're the doctor. As comfortable. as I understand, I, but that's terrifying. It is terrifying. Okay, and before I went in, somebody, I had a male doctor, and it was still terrifying. Somebody, somebody, one of my friends was talking to me about uh, this guy. How how doctors get rid of boners if you get a boner? They grab it and they smack it on the head. I don't think that's true. I didn't. I did research. It's from a nursing home. I've heard that from oh, a lady in a nursing home. Oh my god, maybe it's old but, people. But I think that's abuse. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's like that's actually what they should up. do. Yeah, that's kind of messed <laughs> I up. Don't, I don't know if that's true, and if it is, that's because they abuse. said you just smack it really hard. Wait, did they? Not, my doctor didn't say that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you're referencing what I said, right? But anyway, I like it. I like it when my doctor checks because I feel like I can check myself, and that's fine. Yeah. However, um, uh, do I do it as much as I should be? I don't know. But um, I never check. Okay, I never check either. Yeah. Um, but you, hey, guys, anyways, check yourself right to. now, boys. If listen to this podcast. Let the doctor check. Put do your it while you're listening. Your pants. Put your hands down your pants. Yeah. Feel around. Any boys listening? Just get in there. And if you find something. Email us at email jamadi at gmail.com and then call a doctor. Um, no, we'll diagnose you too. But I like it when she does it because it feels official to me. Yeah. And, and when she's like, it feels nice. Yeah, it feels nice. And when she was like, I, you don't have anything. I was like, well, you're a doctor. But my parents say she's really thorough, but she makes me feel uncomfortable. But she listened to my heart and told me I had a heart problem. Mm. She said, you have a, your, your heart's weird. You have an irregular heartbeat. Um, you have five fast beats and then three slow beats. Five fast beats, three yeah, slow. And so I had that to wear a heart monitor. That doesn't sound like a good thing, does no, it? No, so I had to wear a heart, heart monitor three days before my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so I am sick Wait, and so ill. You, but why do you lie to her? Because I don't feel comfortable talking to her. She, I don't know. Oh, she just doesn't have like, an open doctor. face. <laughs> I know, but my parents say she's the best. They're like, if you have a problem, she can Listen, figure it out. Listen, we've been all the doctors in the country. Yeah. She's the best. Susan's so good. I like Su- I don't like I don't like Susan, but but you know what? I'll stick with her. She's my family doctor. And you know, family doctors are hard to get these days. But you're doing okay. She said you're doing okay. Um, I don't know. I'm waiting on the call. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Stay tuned well, on guys, the podcast to see no. if my ticker's all right. This has been the last podcast over here <laughs> until with I have a heart attack. Yeah. Um, but other than that, twenty three has been good. That's good. I'm Thank glad. you. Thank you. Uh, how is how have you been since we last uh, met each other? Uh, well, I've been twenty three for a month now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Old boy. Old boy. As that movie said. Old boy. Old boy. And I'm no closer to like having my life together at all. Oh, I'm terrified. No. How about you? Well, no, my life, I think, is kind of falling apart. I'm behind in all my work. Um, I can't get my portfolio done to try and start to get a job because I think I'm too anxious to actually take that step in my life. Oh, feel that, brother. Uh, yeah, but you know who has his life together? Paul, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. That man acts. You're so right. He's in so many movies. He's in so many movies that when we tried to make a list on IMDb, it, it we wasn't We thought even- it was exhaustive. We thought it was fully comprehensive, but no. It it's wasn't not. even complete. So then IMDb updates their list. If you listened last week, you would know this dramatic turn in the Jumati podcast. <laughs> um, they added one movie. Fuck. They added a couple movies. I know, I know. And then today, anyway, a whole thing. So we had to go back 
And this week we watched Doctor Doolittle, which we'll talk about in a second. All we're saying, guys, you can't trust IMDb. Never. Int- okay. Um, you think it's the database, but it doesn't have all the data. Was it stand for international? International movie database. More like in- international movie. Uh, uh, movie dumb base. Dip bastards, you know. <laughs> All right. But yeah, they didn't Dinks. have it updated. <laughs> Dink Dinky Boys over there. They didn't have International it movie Dinky Boys. And we, and we, <laughs> so we had to go back through and find it. And uh, yeah, but also this is a kind of major role for Paul. <laughs> we don't need to talk. We can talk about it in a minute. We got some Paul news to talk about. But I know we're but getting ahead of the gun. How did they miss it? Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. How did they miss it? Like it's You're not right. just like he's like a background character. He's major. He's a major character. He's a major <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't there. I almost thought he was a bad guy for a second. But yeah. Anyway, I never trust IMDb. No. Is the fact of the episode. No. Um. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's 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 talk Paul. And welcome back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi, your one-stop, fully academic, encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host Sam, and I'm your cool host Dan, and we are gonna tell you about Paul. <laughs> We love Paul Giamatti here on the podcast. If you're an avid listener to the podcast, and you, we've been growing, we've been growing in the numbers. Damn right, we have. We won't tell you how much. We'll we'll hide that information. No, like Netflix. we're like Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on the same level. Who as knows? Netflix. We'll only tell you when we get to Bird Box levels. When we're like half the world watched. By the our- way, guys, do you think twelve people listen to this? Mm-mm. 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 More like thirteen. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do a podcast every week where we go through. We're going through every role Paul Giamatti has ever taken. Yeah. To become experts, to become true devoted followers of Paul, of Paul Stoles. Paul Stoles. I hate that, by the way. Do you hate it? Okay, it so my friend, change. my friend Nick, who maybe who our, you know, <laughs> our friend Nick. <laughs> yeah. Um, he listens to the podcast and he messaged me and said it's horrible. Our name is Apostles is horrible. Yeah, it's has, horrible. I agree with him. He has a him. stutter and he can't say it. He, he says <laughs> it takes him so long to get through that Aww, word. Poor Nick. So apologies to Nick. Well, then what? But if you're a normie like us, Apol- Apostles. We're going to make an apology. Oh, my God. To you. Witty, witty banter. But what's, <laughs> what's, but what's another one? I dinky like Paulers. Boy. We're like witty boy. Paulers? I like Paulers. Okay. Paula, Paula Who's at your boy? Who's ever called me dinky boy? Me. I just did. Thanks. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. No, I called you a witty boy, not a dinky boy, uh, a witty boy. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, but we watch a new, yeah, we watch a new movie or uh, soon to be approaching probably TV um, as we go through every week, and uh, we break it down. We we joke around. We joke around a little bit. We banter. We a little bit because we are not. Ac- I mean, we're an academic. So oh, we, oh we, of course. Everything of course. is anecd- uh, What is it? Uh, what are you those can ag- numbers? you can ignore the jokes if what you're the- here for all the information. You can ignore the jokes. Well, that's why I like the podcast. It's like you know. If if you're here for like entertainment, I put that in quotation marks. Yeah, you can stay. You can stay and have a laugh, you know, because yeah. we want to cater to the general public. And you but can if ignore you're the information. But if you're here for the joke, if you're here for the information, you can ignore the jokes. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, you know, that's how we do it. That's, yeah. what, that's what we like to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we break down a new piece every week. And this week we talked about Dr. Doolittle. But before we get to that, the meat of the episode, before we chew in on that juicy piece of fat that we like to just chunk we, That we teeth, call Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> Rude, I <laughs> that think. That big old chunk. He looked pretty slim in this movie. But here's the thing, We have been watching no, his waist fluctuations. we went back. I actually oh, thought he, you're right. he looked big. I thought he looked big. Oh, damn. Okay. But he was wearing he was wearing a two-piece. You're right. He's wearing a two-piece. He's wearing layers. He's, he's got a few layers He's on. from San Francisco. Could I have been cold. Had, I thought there was quite a bit in the chin. Mm. But anyways, we'll get we'll, we'll get to that. A, any Paul news? No, wait. We've already been through this. No, no. Oh. There is Paul news. I want to talk about Paul news and oh, Paul yeah. watch. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. <laughs> watch out, little bitch. Watch out. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, little bitch. Hey, watch out, little bitch. You get it, man. You get it, man. You get it, man. You get it, man. You get it, rich. This week, Paul has been nowhere. Not a one. No, 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 no. But Paul Paul has been, I'm sure he's been around doing things. But I wanted to do a little TV roundup because over the past couple weeks, we've kind of let it slide. We haven't talked about his TV projects, his big producer. He put on a big producing bow tie, you know. And um, I wanted to just hit up two quick little facts for everybody. (laughs) I like like that image of a big (laughs) Paul coming in and he's. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mr. Producer Paul. I'm Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just two bits of Paul TV news that, w- that have kind of slipped under the rug over the past couple weeks mm-hmm. that I want to bring to your attention. Please, um, yeah. Please, Lodge 42, 
Hold on. Is that what it's called? Is it Lodge 49? I think it's 49. Yeah. Lodge. Lodge okay. Whatever you want to call it. Lodge 38 was Lodge renewed number for a second season. <laughs> it is. Hooray. Hooray. We haven't watched the first one, obviously. We haven't seen anything. We're not there yet. Any we're only in 1998. Guys, watch them for us. Yeah. Please. And se- seasons, uh, seasons Billions 4. Billion mm. Season 4 is set to premiere March 17th, 2019. I would say set your DVRs. Set your DVR, set your TiVo, set whatever the hell you, you know, want. On coffee set machines? your VHS recorder. You know on coffee machines, you can set it for a certain time to make coffee? Do that for your TV. Set it about an hour, or like 30 minutes earlier than probably like 9 o'clock on March 17th? Yeah. Wait, you're saying set your, the coffee? So you can have coffee while you watch the show. At 9 o'clock so you can at night? Stay, so you can stay attentive. It's ah, because we like take Paul seriously Alert around attentive. here. You want to <laughs> you want to take in all the you details. Don't have energy while you're while you're watching mm-hmm. your Paul. You I want feel your that. mind your mind to be just ticking. I feel that ticking like my heart doesn't. Um, but that that's all the Paul news. I had. <laughs> Beyond that, it like, does tick. It just ticks inconsistently. Yeah, it just who knows when it'll tick next. Who knows? <laughs> who knows when it's gonna stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh I, no, that's my health, Sam. That's yeah, my no, heart. I don't. I don't want you to die, but. It'd get a lot of views for the podcast. It does get a lot of views, and you know, like, that's what I'm all about. I'm all you know, about, I'm we're all about, about that death. viral sensation we're here. All, <laughs> <laughs> all right, baby. It, that's all the news for Paul. I know. It was a little but anticlimactic. Guys, we are doing some investigations. Oh, you want to hit it up? Okay. You no, little, I don't want to hit it up tease, yet. A little tease. Because we are doing some investigations currently. Sure. Okay, we've been looking deep mm. into into some some about the mystery woman. Yeah. We might know the, who she oh, is. Oh, the mystery we, from uh, from like two weeks ago. From two weeks ago. I yes. think. Three uh, something like that. But if you remember, Paul was at a Rangers game yeah. with a mystery Asian lady, and we might have found her. We're gonna do a little bit more research. We're gonna check back next week. Yeah. And you guys, we we might we might have found her. We wait. We're gonna see. <laughs> like we're not making full Same claims. Sam has become fascinated with this woman. I I want to know because we thought that he was married and he's been divorced since 2011. It is that's egg on our face right there. That's, that's egg yeah, on our face. That's bad. We should have read the Realty Today article I where know. it told us. They do good work over at Realty Today. They, fantastic. Bastions. Work. Mark Ruffalo lives in the same building. The oh, pen, really? The penthouse. That, I was gonna say Winchell would in. be proud of their work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. But anyways, yes, we will. We'll uh, update you next week mm-hmm. on who this we think. Who we think we're this gonna wager is. a guess Stay because we we're gonna week. yeah we're we're speculating but we think we're 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 almost there which I understand is far fetched for this podcast we don't like to do a lot of but speculation. when it's confirmed if it's confirmed that it's Clara Wong we want to be the ones that f- you just said who it is ah fuck ah! okay guys we think it's Clara Wong oh, okay <laughs> we're getting into it now never mind teaser done we were gonna <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> all right good tease huh. <laughs> Okay, so Claire Wong. We were going to do some more research to confirm this a little bit more. Like, look at more photos and things. Okay, just go for it. But <laughs> So, Claire Wong. <laughs> so When we reveal next week that it's Claire Wong. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Anyways, so we think it. I at least really think I'm. Con, I'm Sam's con, a believer. I'm pretty convinced. Yeah. Because so they were. It would make sense because the connection there, the Kevin Bacon connection, is that they worked on Billions together, yeah. and she plays a mistress in Billions. Shut up. The story right. I'm pretty itself. sure the character's name is Mistress. Oh wow. Or something like that. The thing is, but here, nonetheless, yeah, I am. well, she's not a mistress now. No, in real life. no, no. They're, she's, they're, a, she's, she's a nice yeah. young woman who Paul is dating yeah. and or they seeing. Obviously, met each other it. on Billions. I don't know what season she's in. We'll probably find out. Well, one day. But there is an IMDb photo of Paul and her on screen together. So, like, here's the thing. When Sam first told me this, he said. There's this Asian girl. It looks like her. And Sam was having yeah. real trouble here discerning it because we don't like. Because why, Dan? Well, be- because you you were having trouble. Wait, me? You said they looked very similar. And and it sounds when you said that, it sounds to the world like you just have trouble like, telling Asian people apart. I can't tell Asian apart. people apart. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's that sounds it's a wildly racist. But it, it's it is bad. <laughs> I don't like to admit it, but it's hard to tell. It, and it sounds bad coming from your mouth. But then he pulled up the it pictures. It sounds horrible. And I was like, Sam, the, all Asian people don't look alike. Like, And then I looked at the picture. I was like, it could be her. It could be her. Like, they look very, very similar. I know, right? So I'm I'm willing to wager my bet here with you. But 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 the thing is, 
she has very similar facial features. Right? I think it's pretty clear. Her teeth look very similar. I think the teeth like look the, exactly the, the same. Yeah. The 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 chin, she has a pointed chin yeah. and it squares off a little bit at the bottom and that's the same as the, as that woman in the the mystery woman photo. I would I would tell and the I nose would, is yeah. slightly pulls down and is very, quite wide at the bottom and that's the, what we're seeing. We'll post this on Instagram. We'll we'll do We'll a do a side by side comparison. We'll do a side by side. But I'm I'm convinced. We urge you to take a look at our Instagram, the photos, compare it for yourself. Tell us and what dude, you think. And dude, when that shit's confirmed, yeah, when when it blows up, we are open going to lose our minds. We're going to say that it was confirmed first here on the podcast. On the podcast. Cuz we're staking our reputation we're on breaking it. it. Cuz we can't find it. If you search up Paul Giamatti Clara Clara Wong relationship, you there's not nothing. You, there's nothing, nothing. there. There's Zip, nothing nada. there. None of the tabloids are saying anything. So on that triumphant note, let's uh, do Paul the movies. We watched Doctor Doolittle, as you know from the title. 1998's Doctor Doolittle. Damn right. Um, We're going back in time back. in the Paul Cannon. Yeah, back in time. About two years. Um, to give you a brief description of the movie, just to get us started here, um, Dr. Doolittle, have you, wait, did you watch this movie as a kid? Dr. Doolittle. As I butcher the name Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, of course. You saw this as a kid? I saw this as a kid. I didn't remember it as a like. To like watching it back, nothing like flashbacked. Mm. As I like, remembered oh, I um, there was a scene in particular where the animals were outside when they were at the lake house, and all the mm-hmm. animals were talking that I I distinctly remembered because I didn't think I saw it as a kid, and then that scene happened, and it, like the like the memories hit me, and I was like, yeah. oh, I guess I've seen this at like my grandparents' house or something, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't. I don't think I should have seen this as a kid. Why you think it's too dirty? They talk about bums. They too They talk much? about bums too much for my little boy mind. Well, Roger Ebert thought it was pretty dirty, huh? Yeah, he did. We'll get to that in a second. But anyway, Dr. Doolittle is a little boy who can talk to animals, but when his dad gets mad and sends their dog to the pound, he forgets or represses his abilities. Um, Then adult Dr. Doolittle, Eddie Murphy, almost hits a dog and his abilities are jump-started again. This drives him wild and alters his whole life, and he has to learn to accept who he is, blah, 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 and in the meantime, save a suicidal circus tiger, blah, blah, blah. And luckily, it all works out in the end. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 1998 family comedy. Yeah. And I think okay for, to come back forgets his abilities. I think sure. he. I think it was like a repression thing. Yeah, you think it was. That's what I well, thought. Unless really they said, mean. did they say forget, or is that just what you, your takeaway? Mm, that was kind of my takeaway. I think in the movie, he I says thought it he, was like a repression. I think in the movie he might say that he forgot it, but like the subtext is uh, that he repressed it because like his dad took away the dog and like, and like it was such a traumatizing event to him. Yeah, you know that yeah. priest shakes him so hard. Yeah, that priest is crazy. In the opening of the movie, it starts with a But also, exorcisms are insane. They are crazy. As well. The so, m- it makes sense. Yeah, but he shakes that little boy so hard. <laughs> yeah, that the would dad, the dad that'd be scarred. I would, I would repress my powers to talk to animals as well. Yeah, the dad gets a priest because his son can talk to animals, brings the priest into a home who shakes the living heck out of this little boy, mm-hmm. and then it, it doesn't work, and his dad sends Ellen DeGeneres, the dog, to the pound. <laughs> The voice cast in this movie is insane. It's an unbelievable the star power. Like that's what that's what probably made all the money. Anyways, nonetheless, 1988 family comedy starring Eddie Murphy, Mr. Eddie Murphy, before Daddy Daycare and before the Nutty or after the Nutty Professor. It's like five years before Daddy Daycare, six years before Daddy Daycare. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting thing. It's like kind of his first family oriented movie. So is the Nutty Professor family oriented, or is it more like? I don't think I don't like, think I think it's more like a teen teen movie. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like trying to woo women the entire time. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Paul in this movie is a very interesting character. Um. I was waiting. This is another movie because we went back in time where you have to wait for Paul. He's not a main yeah. character, though he has he has a decent amount of screen time, but you have to wait for him. Yeah. On Letterboxd, it said his name was Blaine Hammersmith. Is that true? Really? I didn't double check the credits, but that's what he's credited on. On, on IMDb, Letterboxd. it says that he's Blaine. Okay, so that, then he's probably credited as that. Yeah. Um, so Blaine Hammersmith, who runs a mental hospital in uh, the San Francisco area where Dr. Doolittle lives, yeah. um, he owns a pet cat. Um, and obviously – and did you notice he said that he had a history with Dr. Doolittle? They went to medical school together. Yeah, yeah. So Eddie Murphy's character finished first in the class, mm-hmm. and then well, I mean, we'll hear it in the clips. Okay, okay. Perfect. We'll hear it in the clips. Um, but basically, yeah, so that's Paul in the movie, and we'll talk more about him in a little bit, and we'll get to the sexy twist with his character. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, you don't think there's a sexy twist in Dr. Doolittle? Well, you're, you're mistaken. <laughs> you're about to find you're out. You're mistaken. Um, just to briefly run down some details, it was actually really successful, the movie. It made a lot of money. It opened number one at the box office. It had four sequels. 
I, this is like a big mama's house. It's such an easy sequel kind of movie, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they set it up. They got the beautiful family, kids that are obviously going to inherit the powers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which, like, that should have been the end of this movie, I think. Like, realizing that the, the like, little girl Like, Maya has powers. Alligator? Yeah, exactly. That's at, what I was waiting for. Mm, I thought that was going to happen. To end, jump the gun, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But there's this egg at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, the egg hatches. Crazy payoff. And it's a little alligator. It's a little alligator. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Who would have thought? But then it should have been that she then talks to the alligator. Like, that seems like the natural progression to me. Does yeah. it not? Well, it does. Does that not seem like the, the full sequels, circle moment for you? In the, in the se- sequels, it's her. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so that's wild. Um, do you want to hear a little bit about the sequels while we're here? Yeah, please. So in the movie, to get ahead of ourselves a little bit, um, Norm MacDonald plays their dog, Lucky. Right? Lucky? Yeah. He's um, in all four of them? He's in all four of the sequels. <laughs> oh, my Eddie God. Eddie Murphy doesn't return past number two. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven wow. Simone doesn't return past number two. Well, she didn't have to. Norm McDonald returns for all four movies. <laughs> Norm <laughs> is there. Staying strong. Norm. God bless you, Norm. So Dr. Doolittle 2 is theatrical, theatrically released. Uh, he the, the summary, I wrote down summaries for each, like I did with Big Mama's house. Okay, Dr. Doolittle tries to help save the animal. Save the, save, oh my God. Dr. <laughs> oh my God. Dr. Doolittle tries to help the animals protect their forest from unscrupulous human developers. Unscrupulous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right? I didn't And that was that released myself. in theaters. In theaters. Um, and Dr. Doolittle 3, obviously straight to DVD. Straight to DVD. It was centered around Maya Doolittle, his daughter, played by um, Kayla, Kayla, I think, Pratt? Kayla Pratt. I don't know. Chris Pratt's Kyla, daughter. Kayla Pratt. No. I don't know. Okay, but she plays Penny on The Proud Family. Oh. She's, she's a Disney Channel star. Just like no Raven way. Simone. Both of them are Disney Channel. Because I recognized her name and I was like, how do I know it? And it's definitely from just like she being play, around the in Disney the Channel. Proud as a kid. family? Yeah. Anyway, um, she can also talk to animals and she heads to a summer camp to get in touch with her gift, then realizes that she holds the key to helping the financially strapped camp win an upcoming rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> to like win back money? <laughs> I wow. guess to save the camp. Another great uh, recycled wow. plot. Um, and then in the fourth one, <laughs> Another, the cla- that classic plot. Yeah, know? yeah. The fourth movie is no longer called Doctor Doolittle. It's Tale just called to the Chief. Tale to the Chief. Like not even a subtitle. I don't believe so. Okay. It's called Tale to the Chief. Okay. Uh, when the president asks for help with the presidential dog and to save an African forest, Maya Doolittle takes her father's place. Cool. And then the fifth one, there's there were four sequels. Sorry, there were four sequels. The last sequel is called Million Dollar Mutts. Maya doesn't want to spend seven years in school to become a vet when she can talk to animals already. And then she's discovered by a Hollywood star and goes to L.A. where she creates her own show. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. It what really is goes Maya, off the rails. What is Maya thinking? I don't, I don't need a medical degree. I can talk to them. That's like saying I can talk to people. I don't need a medical degree. Exactly. That's wild. Wow. Somebody should have told her that. Movie logic. Anyway. Huh? That's a that's a little bit of fun d- dive into the to the Doctor Doolittle canon. Okay, Dan. Now, in our little trivia section here in the notes, you have mm-hmm. something blacked out. Sorry for that bump. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have something blacked out because I thought this was really exciting. So first of all, this movie uh, is directed by a woman named Betty Davis, who also directed Private Parts. Betty There's Thomas. Re- Sorry. I'm having a stroke, I think. I think something's wrong. Hold on. I'm looking at my notes you're, through my I microphone. I think you're hitting on this. that Hold off on. beat on that. your, on your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something's fucking up. Everything's going wrong. It's directed by Betty Thomas, who also directed Private Parts. Um, so that's a little connection there, a little reunion. And also, she tried to get um, Howard Stern to voice the guinea pig. Well, she he should have. He said no, though. But it's um, a shame. I know. But I mean, then they got Chris Rock, so I don't think they're too upset. Exactly. Okay, so here's here's where it gets interesting. So she also directed Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel. <laughs> okay. Okay, but it doesn't end there because I started to dive into Alvin and the Chipmunks, the the Squeakquel. And Is who, that the live action one? Yeah, live action. Oh, fuck. the second one, right? Oh. There's Alvin and the Chipmunks, then Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel, uh, Road Chip. And Chipwrecked, I believe. You're not. Oh, yeah, yeah, Chipwrecked. You're right. You're and right. And The Road Chip is the third or fourth. I get those mixed up. Um, but, you know, I'm a big fan of all of Have them. Have you seen them all? No. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I saw the first one, though. Anyway, so she directed Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakquel, but it doesn't end there. So I looked more into Betty Thomas and her role with Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakquel, and I found out this very interesting fact. Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakquel, was the first female-directed picture to gross more than $200 million and made her the most successful woman director at the box office at the time. Wow. Good for Betty Thomas. Isn't Not that bad? With crazy. the Squeakquel. 
She's just squeaking in on the. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I was like, how is that a thing? How did Alvin and the Chipmunks to Squeak will become like make her <laughs> well, the most successful woman director? That's really sad. She's a veteran of the live action animal animal comedy. I guess so. Yeah. It just kind of blew my mind a little bit. That I was is like, fantastic. is that the state of where we were at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the squeakle is what women really can champion. Man. Anyway, and she like won awards for that because she was like a, a prolific female director for the squeakle. Good for her. Yeah. So it's not you just know a movie I'm about not gonna rats. De- I'm not going to I'm not going to demean that. Good for Betty. Good for Betty. Um, do you want to just jump into the movie and we can kind of talk more as we go? Yeah, let's do it, baby. Um, do you want to start with this clip from the opening, which is Norm Macdonald talking about the movie that's not from is that not from the opening there's norm that does talk he does talk about in the opening yeah because he's the narrator yeah off the top which we got very excited about i loved it when i heard norm's voice i got very excited i was on board i was like oh it's kind of gonna be a little fun a little raunchy maybe do you want to hear what he has to say not that he's raunchy but uh yeah i would love to let's do it you know they say the great thing about being a kid is it's so easy to pretend you can have a conversation with your dog or a baseball or a banana well what if it wasn't pretend? What if you could have a conversation? I mean, not with a baseball or a banana. That's ridiculous. But, but with your dog. So it really sets up the magic of the movie. <laughs> but, Dr. Uh, Doolittle your... can talk like, to animals. But it sounds like such a normal norm line. Yeah. But, you, I mean, it's not. Don't talk to an animal. But talk to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> it really does sound. It sounds like a norm I mean, bit. Anything Norm sounds says. Sounds like he's making fun of the movie. Yeah. Anything Norm says is like a norm yeah. Like it makes it norm funny. Yeah. Or a baseball or your dog. But you don't want to talk to a, a baseball. Banana. Yeah, exactly. Um, talk to your dog. <laughs> but I love Norm McDonald, so it made me very, very giddy when I oh, heard yeah. this. Oh yeah. Um can we talk about how horrifying the opening of this movie is? What do you mean? I was like I didn't the the opening You're of the movie. You're horrified by Ellen coming out of a Australian Shepherd? No, but Ellen DeGeneres was a wonderful voice for this dog. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Then the dad the dad is so mean to his son, he he sends the dog to the pound and hires an exorcism on his child. <laughs> but come on, your your kid is like legitimately believes he's talking to animals. Like, you're not going to try and like do anything? Ex- an exorcist? Oh, well, maybe, I mean, maybe not an exorcist, but do. like anything. I'm just saying. Like, I think there's steps in between sending the dog to the pound and hiring an exorcist. <laughs> There's many steps in between. <laughs> yeah. And also, I don't want to spoil anything, but at, the, but at the end of the movie, right, they have a nice father-son moment where he's like, he appreciates kind of his yeah. son's gift. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think Eddie Murphy should totally be willing to forgive. Because it's one thing if he was like, don't he do that. like go to up. Yeah, like, don't do that. We'll take you to a doctor. He hired an exorcist. That seems over the line yeah. for just being like, well, you know, kids will be kids and uh, you're my dad. Um <laughs> But he definitely repressed it. It wasn't just like he forgot it. Like that's the whole thing. You know. Sure, what I mean? sure. I, I, I get that. Um, and also he says this horrifying line to his kid as the dog's being dro- driven off to the dog pound. He turns mm. to his little son Eddie Murphy, a kid, and goes, "Now you'll have real friends." I was like, "That's, that's is that what he said?" Yeah. He goes, "Now you'll have real friends," or like, "You'll have real friends now." <laughs> Say goodbye to your best friend. Yeah. As your dog's Go get carted away friend. to the pound. Go get a real fucking That's friend. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah, and his dad is not a nice man. No, but no wonder he became miserable like Norm yeah, MacDonald says. exactly. Um, but then kind of moving on. Um, so then we grow up to adult, you know, John. We meet Dr. We skip. Doolittle. We do a time skip. We do a time skip, he's as got a nice, like to do. He's got a nice family, Raymond Simone, and she wants to be called Paprika. Yeah, let's talk about his family for a second. But he uh, calls her Nutmeg. Let's talk about kind of the things that surround Dr. Dr. Doolittle and his home life. Because, can we just call him Double D? Double D. I'm down. Let's let's talk about the things that surround Double D. It's because you're scared to say Doolittle again. I'm scared that I'm going to mess it up or my heart will stop and I'll, (laughs) who knows. Um, But the things that, like, so first of all, he has a beautiful wife. Absolutely gorgeous, right? so pretty. Her skin is so smooth. So smooth. And she has blue eyes. What's her name? Do you know her name? I don't know her name. But she is just so gorgeous. Oh, my God. My God. At the end, she puts that hair up, girl. And she does does that, like, late 90s, like, Mm. wifey type things. Like, they're at the cottage together. And and she's just, like, standing, looking outside in, like, a beautiful nightdress. You know, Mm. as, it like, Mm -hmm. the wind hits her. And she just looks so sexy. And she just wants to have sex with him, you know? Like, that's, like, the big thing. Yeah, it's really cute. And he's like, oh, I can't have sex. I have to do these doctor things. Like, oh, my life's falling apart. And she's just I want to look PG thirteen. I know, yeah. but like she's just like that '90s wife who just wants to be like sexy. Yeah. Do you think this movie de- deserved PG thirteen? Yeah, I did. There were some parts really? that I, he, they say ass so much. Yeah, but they say bum, don't they? They say butt. 
but they say ass a lot. Oh, they do. They say yeah. ass. Oh. Yeah. But um. Anyways. So I think it, and there is that scene where you see a butt. Anyway, we're getting ahead of the horse. Wife is beautiful, and he has two daughters. He has two daughters, Raven Simone and uh, Kayla or Kyla Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> One of them. TBD. Um, Raven Simone is crazy in this movie. She has like no lines in the movie. She's really. a little bitch, isn't she? She, I mean, she's a moody teenager, you yeah. know, classic. Um, but she is like the most fashion forward, like style icon in this movie. That hair, Did you this? the hair, yeah. Yeah. Impressive. Her outfits are ridiculous as well, and her eyebrows. She's a ridiculous amount of matching scrunchies. Yes. Oh my god. But she's wearing like the coolest like hip hop clothes of like the late nineties. Like she looks. Oh yeah. She looks so dope. I'm gonna put together a gallery for Instagram I didn't, because she <laughs> I didn't looks notice. so freaking dope. And what you probably also didn't notice is her eyebrows are like big in the front, and then as the eyebrows go to either side of her face, they get really small, like little spermies. Yeah, like exactly, like little. They look spermies. like little spermies. Yeah, they're like little. Are spermies. they? Are they just taper? No, no, no. They don't just or is taper. It bulbous and it's like, thin. It's like bulbous, and then it goes down to like this. For like a little oh, bit, like there's like a there's like a spermies. leveling off point. It's almost like the the decline in a pool, like it le- it like goes down and then levels off. There's this one time I went to a Pier One Imports. Okay, yeah, and the lady we behind ourselves Pier One. Imports. Yeah, and the lady behind the counter had that, but it, extreme. What? Like balls? Is it a thing? Little balls, and then just a line, mm. and just a line, like. Pure sperm. Raven doesn't have little balls. Like it's like a little rectangle and then goes down. Like again, like the but decline so. in a swimming pool. But that's scary. Right. That's terrifying. That almost sounds like a gang. I thing. couldn't talk to her. I couldn't look her in the face. No, I wouldn't. No, be able I to. just looked at a nice like vase from Europe. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, so that's kind of his family. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Why'd you stop? I don't know. I uh, felt like I was. I felt like I was railroading you there for a second. I'll talk about his, his family, but I also want to talk about his hair because he has this beautiful wife. Yeah, what's wrong? And with Eddie his Murphy hair? is not beautiful in this movie. It looks like a crop field. Oh my god, his hair is absolutely ridiculous. But it's not a cornrow. It's bananas. <laughs> stop saying bananas. His hair is bananas. <laughs> Every single podcast, I say um, it's my catchphrase. I say race. titular, and you say bananas. Yeah, you learned titular from me. I learned well. I learned how to use it properly. <laughs> Problem, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, please talk about his hair. It's wild. Yeah, I don't understand it. But who made, th- who made that decision? I don't understand who made that decision. It looked like it's combed back. Yeah. And also like a tilled land, and I. It's, it's like not it's, corn it's road, but it's like no. tilled. Like it looks. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like tilled crop. It, it looks, looks like, like a plowed field. Yeah, it looks like a plowed field before you put crops in it. But the first like inch from where his hairline. Looks normal. Is like normal, just hair. And then it comes together. And then it gets tight. In a weird, like weird, a plowed weird way. field. Like I've never seen, I've never, I've never seen, seen anybody no. else with no. that hair. That is not common. <laughs> it's Eddie Murphy. Not common. It looks like almost. It looks like. Come on, that was a good. I didn't. Was, it's not common. Oh. It's Eddie Murphy. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm okay. not going to give it to you. That's fine. Okay. Whatever. We'll let it pass in conversation. Uh, email us at home if you thought that was witty. No. <laughs> please don't. Um, so, yeah, hair. Bad. Where were we? Do- uh, family. He has his family. We are just kind of talking about the things around Dr. Doolittle. Uh, Double D. What else do we have with around his family? Okay, so yeah, he also has a medical practice. Sure, sure, sure. Which makes sense because he's a doctor, but he's not a vet. Because he repressed his his powers. Well, the funny thing is, Eddie Murphy hates animals. Not in the movie, like real Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah is absolutely terrified of animals. That's what I found out when researching the, researching this movie. Is that like terrified? He's terrified of animals. It said, and he insisted when he took the role that as that as many uh, scenes as possible have the animals digitally superimposed in. <laughs> so this movie is like a pretty effects heavy movie of puppetry and like digital animals. Yeah. Because uh, he insisted that he that he whenever possible he can't work with. It's animals. very well done. Yeah, it's yeah. very. They superimposed it well. I remember actually thinking in the scene where the tiger comes in. Yeah. Because near the end that he has to do the operation on the on this circus tiger. Yeah. That's like the main sort of drive of the movie. Near the end. Mm-hmm. And when it came in, I was like, "Huh, Eddie Murphy can really act well with a tiger." He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, he can keep his cool. Yeah. Turns out, no, it's no, not even there. No. But apparently, so in the trivia piece that I read on IMDb about Eddie Murphy being terrified of animals, it said in the, and I don't understand this, but it says in the few scenes where he did have to work with animals, uh, the scenes end with him yelling. What? No, I don't know what that means. The scenes end with him yelling? Because there's a number of scenes where he yells at the end of the night, cuts to other things, where he's like, Aah! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But they're not saying that's natural. But he just did. There's one scene. He just like improv that. I remember to, one scene when know. the when the dog comes and he just screams at it. Who knows? Oh, do you want to hear him yell? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. Did you want to hear him yell? (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Ah! I'm Eddie Murphy. Oh, my God. You're a moron. Now shut up and sit still. That's what the director was telling him when he was terrified of animals. I have a question for you. Yeah, man. How do you feel about family movies in Um, general? Like family movies like this. I don't really like them. I don't like family comedies like this. Me I, either. I, I, they really annoy me. Yeah, yeah. They me too. really, really annoy me. I'm just not a big fan. Like these aren't movies that I feel connected to, like from my childhood or anything. Like none of this genre really stuck with me, which no. means it's probably not a good. Genre. I inherently think that they're money grabs. Most oh, of the yeah, time. for sure. They're always money, and especially with this movie, because they're like, we got Gilbert Gottfried, Chris Rock. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. Eddie Murphy. It's all just like the voice cast. W- like we- I can already, I know we played the trailer last week. I don't remember. I was going to say, we commented on that. We said there were a lot of comedians. Oh, we'll see did how many we say that? I okay. believe so. So like, we were that's, right. Like that's just how you see the trailer going. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got this guy. You got this guy. You got this guy. Come see the movie. No, totally. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, you it's know, redonkulous. And it's they're not good. Like it's not like they're smart jokes. Like they only make bum jokes. Can yeah. we get some clips? Sure. Let's get into because some clips. Do you want to hear some of these famous comedians? They're all just fucking talking about butts the entire time. Okay, Sam. Do you want to hear butts or do you want to hear famous comedians? <sighs> I have to decide. Yeah, we got two different ways we can go with the clips right now. Give we me got butts. Two categories. Give me you bums. want butts? Okay. I want to hear. Does Sam this, wants butts. We're, these are examples of like almost every single joke. Here though. we go. Ready, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the butt compilation. Whew. Is that the biggest ass you've ever seen? Is it just me, or is he uh, hovering around my butt a lot? Um, <laughs> is that it? No, there's another one. Listen, seriously, could could you tell him my butt is great? There's a lot of butt stuff. Like, everybody's making butt jokes. On top of that, can I can and I there's fast only forward? so many yeah. animal pun jokes you can make, too. I get it. It's a family movie. You can't use a lot, but, like, come on, guys. So he runs a he runs a, a medical practice, as you said. And another yeah. butt gag is that there's this woman who eats shellfish in the movie. Yeah. And she's like always eating shellfish and she's allergic to it and it keeps coming in. And he's like, this woman keeps eating shellfish. Yeah, but that's where Muriel. Whatever anyway, so she's this like ugly big woman. Yeah. And the prosthetics are horrifying. Yeah, she it's really looks truly, scary. Truly horrifying. Yeah. Um, and she comes in and there's this scene where Chris Rock, we'll probably get into this in a second, voices a guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guinea pig intended for Howard Stern, Chris Rock voices. And, uh, Which he was the best. He was the best voiceover character. He's really funny. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's really funny, but he's good in it. But he's the least. best he's of the, best. the voiceover. Yeah. He's on the toilet, and she, she comes into a stall to eat shellfish, and she squashes his head into the toilet bowl. And so there's the scene of this, like, disease. Of her killing a guinea pig. Of this, like, diseased butt on top of Chris Rock's guinea pig head while he yells, and she's mowing on some... Shellfish. She's eating shellfish. She it's goes into the bathroom wild. and eats shellfish. <laughs> no, it is. I didn't like that. And they keep coming back to her, and it's gross. I know. I don't. Under- I didn't maybe, understand wait. the con- the real big joke about that. I think maybe her butt was out in the scene with Eddie Murphy when he has to examine yeah. her, and yeah. then it's. She oh, just- we keep the, we keep coming back to the butts. Oh, in this sorry, movie. the butts just yeah. return and return. Yeah, and return. <laughs> yeah. But there's also. Oh, okay. So you remember before Eddie Murphy gets his powers yes. early in the movie, like gets them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's repressed them, and as we know, he hits the dog. Of course. And realizes again, he gets them back. Yeah, he almost hits a dog. They give and, you, they yeah. give you a little bit of magical sprinkling music, mm-hmm. and he has his powers back again. But nonetheless, before that happens, uh, the little girl's pet guinea pig Rodney, yeah, aka Chris Rock, is lost in the house, and she needs her dad to find him. Okay. And then he's in bed. And the oh guinea pig crawls God. up him, and then he flips the blanket over, and the guinea pig goes, <laughs> and he freaks out, and he grabs the pillow and smothers the guinea pig. I'm like, that <laughs> guinea pig is dead. Dead. I didn't remember that. You're right. And then also, <laughs> then this giant woman who's addicted to shellfish and has a death wish sits on the guinea pig. Like, they want this guinea pig to die. And then he puts it on top of the roof. Like yes, this he pig, straps the cage to the top of his car. That's because he's scared that it's talking to him. Sure, but still, that's not a way but to still, treat an animal. But also, yeah, this uh, animal abuse, the the movie. Or superhero <laughs> guinea pig, the movie. It needs to be a member of G-Force. <laughs> G-Force. You remember that? Fuck, I never, you remember I never G-Force? watched G-Force. I was too busy watching Bolt. 
Fuck yeah. Bolt from Disney. And what was what was the snail movie? <gasps> Turbo. <laughs> Why do you have all these fucking movies? Dude, and I'm quick. Movies. I know my... The Squeakwall. I know... Bolt. Turbo. <laughs> Don't come after me for being freaking <laughs> smart, Give me dude. some more. Give me some more. <laughs> Other animated <laughs> animal movies. Ratatouille. But what I'm saying is... Yeah. Also, they don't animate every single animal's uh, mouth. No. And I think that is not right. Well, they actually created new technology to animate like those mouths in this movie. The 2D, like... Yeah, an- d- they it, used a different It wasn't thing. for this movie. Don't make it sound like it was, like, Lord of the Rings proprietary, like, computer <laughs> software. Like, Wait, of course they made... Know, you didn't know... Uh, they had to make Weta, it for, like, Bane. What a workshop. What a digital... <laughs> All I'm saying is either don't do it or or do it for every yeah, single one. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because Homeward Bound is, I'm saying it here, is the single best animal movie I've ever seen. It's so good. And they don't animate any of those fucking animals. They mouths. just think. And it feels natural. And it's you're like, so animals good. think. Also, here's the thing. Okay, so I was thinking, so as we know, when uh, Eddie Murphy goes uh, crazy when he does yeah, yeah. when he does the he gives CPR to a rat and everybody sees him doing so, it. So yeah, he starts. Actually, he's, been, he's been sneaking around because the animals want medical treatment. They want help. They want and help. So he starts to give it to them, and then he's caught giving CPR to a rat. To a rat, and there and his wife is literally crying and is like, "You're insane." Which Robert Ebert specifically called out and said it was innovative, like innovative for the movie. What is Roger Ebert talking? Three out of four Three stars. Three out of four stars. What is he talking about? But like generally, the critical consensus. And he is called like, it a gross out movie. Generally, people are like 40, 40 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, like forty something percent in Metacritic or whatever. Forty. And Roger Metacritic. Ebert's like, guys. This is, you don't understand. This is the movie of our time. This movie pushed boundaries. <laughs> he specifically notes the CPR to a rat scene and when the the bird poops in a mouth. Yeah, like at the end, near the end of the movie. Why? What? Why? Why? What? We've seen that in any any animal. That's the e. only B. animal baby. reference we've seen in any movie. Eby baby, please. Please, babe. Eebsies. <laughs> it's Eber. ridiculous. Um, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Continue with your. With Where your point. was I? Rat CPR. Oh, yeah. Okay. So rat CPR. Yeah. G- cool. 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 Then he gets into he gets into the the psych facility. Yeah. And yeah. his and his wife is like obviously having a hard time. Yeah. She's having a hard time. But they don't with sit this. with it enough because it's supposed to be like this family comedy. So yes. Whatever. But I was thinking in that moment, I'm like, how cool would it be to redo, mm-hmm. like not a reboot. Yeah. But redo, uh, Doctor Doolittle, but as like a serious drama. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, so it comes in. He realizes these crazy powers that he has again. Yeah, and it's like it's like his like repression whooshes back into him. He's mm-hmm. like mad at his father and all this thing. Yeah, and then it like it's kind of, it follows the same sure, beats sure. of the story, but it's like taken very seriously. That's really funny. Like, and he's saving these animals' lives, and they're like they love him, and he's like found a new purpose in life again. Yeah. But he has to keep it secret. But he's ostracized from the world because of it, right? But he's right? ostracized from the world. He could lose his wife. He doesn't. He's like about to take his like medicine, and he yeah. like he like he himself doesn't oh even know God. if he is hearing yeah. the animals' yeah. voices, and he's losing his mind, and he doesn't. He throws the pills away. I'm so powerful. I'm saying. I'm saying it here. Sam, like, are you a filmmaker? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think. Did it'd you be, go to two years of college to become a filmmaker? <laughs> yeah, I think it. It should be. It should be a serious drama, folks. It should be. We should come back. I like that a lot. Before, Bring it back. Uh, and we're about to talk about Paul. We need to kind of keep pushing. Oh through. fuck yeah, we do a podcast about Paul, don't before we? Before we do that, um, I want to hit on one thing. Jeffrey Tambor is in this movie, and I go, uh oh, Jeffrey Tambor, another sexual predator. Who's Jeffrey Tambor? He uh he plays um. Is he one of the guys at the? Uh, is he? <laughs> I was about to say he plays. I don't know his character's name for in Transparent. I was about to say he plays. He plays. No, oh, that's who he is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. He's the. He's the vet. I didn't know how to properly describe he's it. The, he's he the. He's the asshole obsessed uh, vet. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But he looks a little chunkier in this movie, and he has a mustache. He has a. We mustache. do a Jeffrey Tambor Weight Watch. <laughs> Might as well add him to the list. Let's keep an eye on it. Um, but he has a mustache. He looks exactly like Dr. Phil. I said that when he came no! on screen. Fuck yeah, buddy. That's I did. so good. <laughs> I watched that because I watched it with my roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said like, Dr. Phil's in this movie? Dude, it and looks then he like talked, he, he walked he looks straight exactly off the set. exactly like Dr. Phil. He looks like he walked straight off a set of a, like a biopic about Dr. Phil. I know, I it's know. insane. <laughs> it should happen. It's crazy <laughs> it was pretty cool it was like a bigger transformation than christian bale in like vice like he looks in the exactly machinist. <laughs> in the machinist he looks exactly like 
Dr. Phil, I just he need does. to mention that. Um, we also have some clips from there, I think. Cause, um, yeah, we do. Because, um, okay, so he says, so he has to put a thermometer in the dog's butt, which is, gets us some good butt comedy, as we said. Like, Is it just you. me, or is he uh, hovering around my butt a lot? You know, like stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. hilarious mm-hmm. lines, uh-huh. you know, one-liners. Um, but he does this line that's absolutely insane. Um, I'm just going to play it. Yeah. I'd like to go in manually. Just talking about a bum. Fishing a, a thermometer out of a bum. I'd like to go in manually. Why'd that get you he so says well? it? I don't you know why. I you have such love, a cute little boy I smile. I have such a smile. I love how he says it. And I uh, I think that my favorite part is the, but um, I'd like to go in manually. Because <laughs> you, you clipped it so that there's like a perfect little music cue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to go in manually. I'd like to go in manually. I tried to do I'd the like Jaws theme. It didn't work. But um, anyway, I really like that scene. But let's get ahead to Paul. So he goes to the mental hospital, right? right they see yeah. him doing CPR to a rat. They're like, this guy needs help. So they put him in a mental hospital and he meets Paul. Do you want to kind of talk about how Paul plays into the movie? Uh, yeah. So he's the he's the psych guy. Yeah. What do you call that? Psychiatrist. Psych guy. He's a psych man. <laughs> he's a psych boy. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Psychiatrist. Yes. Yeah, so he's a psychiatrist. He comes in. He's like, so you're uh crazy. Mm-hmm. You talk to animals and you should stop that. Don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And how do you think he played? I don't. I. I don't know. I think. I. It feels like a bad choice for Paul. Yeah. I, I don't mean, you think? I don't really I don't really hate it. Um I love his goatee that he has. Um Yeah, we've seen that goatee before. Yeah. That's not a new that's not no, a new no, no. goatee. It's, it's kind of a classic Paul look at this point, I think. One one of my things I freaked out when I watched it with my girlfriend and we both freaked out when he came on screen. Because it felt like a classic Paul movie that we used to watch back in the day when we were yeah. when we were just beginning this podcast. We we're still waiting for. When we Paul. were waiting for like a little a little sight a cameo. Yeah. Of I know. Paul. I thought the same thing. I got very excited when it he was popped really into the screen because the door opens and there he is. There he is. I was like Paul with his nice little balding head and his thick little chin. We grabbed each other. We goatee. we made out when we saw Paul because <laughs> it was just exuberant. Um, <laughs> but I'm just reminiscing about the makeup. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, I'm glad Paul could bring you guys together. Yeah, no. Whenever we see Paul, we get horny immediately. The power of Paul. That's one of the reasons why I do this podcast is to stay constantly horny. Um, what was I talking about? I'm uh, horny. <laughs> I'm horny. Uh, okay, see so you guys later. Oh, oh, oh. Paul. But yeah, Paul. I think he played a decent role. Like he didn't have too oh, much to do. I thought okay. he was going to be the bad guy for a little bit. Yeah, it seemed like kind of seemed because like he Brown. seemed like the mean psychiatrist guy. I thought he was. Gonna, I thought the rest of the movie was. He There's was, no real bad guy though. No, that's what I realized after he got out. It was just kind of like realizing who Eddie Murphy like accepting himself. Yeah. But I thought the rest of the movie was gonna be he's gonna try to get out and psychiatrist Paul was gonna be mean and trying to keep him staying. Yeah. But um, Eddie Murphy gets out really quickly. He uh, talks to the cat because um, Paul owns a cat. Yeah. And he finds out that Paul keeps a pink tutu with a thong in the back in a cupboard. Um, and he's like, okay, just leave. And so, yeah, and he's like, I'll tell, I know that you have this in the back or whatever. And um, then he's able to go. Yeah. Also, do we want to hear Paul's yes, scene? Yes, actually, that's a great idea. Let's, let's hear a little bit of Paul. In because the movie. there's, a, it ends with another butt reference. Oh, well, perfect. John Doolittle. Who would have ever thought you would end up in a mental institution? Number one in our medical school class. Not that I'm jealous, John. Someone had to finish first. Someone had to finish last, too. So, John, you talk to animals now, do you? Would you like to tell me about it? Or would you rather tell my friend here, Bettelheim? I don't need to talk to you, Cat Blaine. Why? Do you think that he would talk back to you? You know he just might. And what would he say? That wasn't part I'd of the clip. I'd say you that were a butthead. Oh, you, I was... That was the cat. Oh, okay. Making another butt head. Like, I'm tired of it. Stop with the butt. There's smarter family movies. Like, there's smarter things to do with family movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? I watched um, Christopher Robin. Oh, you watched it. I loved Christopher Robin. It was Robin. so good. I cried four but times. I, but I was also like, who's this movie for? In, like, the opposite way what? of this. This was, like, a gross-out family movie. I was like, that's a sad family movie. Like, I would I would never yeah. bring my children to Christopher Robin because, it, like, it was just it made me sad. Yeah. Though, the, the I mean, it was so cute and funny. But, like, it was depressing. It just feels like that was with tangent, movies like the yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Um, Our tangents okay on this podcast. You're allowed. I'm allowing you to do. Thank that. you. Yeah. Uh, next, it feels like <laughs> next up on. <laughs> it feels like with these movies, like you can do, you can do a lot smarter things. This one is very pandering. Yeah. It feels to kids. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like oh, kids like butts. Kids like animals that talk. Let's just throw all that together, and it'll we're fine. Yeah, I. I 
this movie was it's not very smart. No, it, it's definitely not very smart. It plays it. It's really by the numbers with a lot of butt jokes. Yeah. So it's like yeah, even like worse it, than by the numbers. I know. I know. Um, do you want to kind of rate Paul's performance right now? There's not much more to talk about him. There's not um, much to say about Paul a, in this movie. Yeah, he should have had more of a role. Yeah. he should have been the main antagonist. I think that would have been cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like they should have learned about. Let's let's critique this. A little would bit. love to have seen him in the tutu thong. If we're going to talk about butts, show Fuck. us some Paul butts. We butt. have to see that. Come on. We need to see Paul's derriere. Hopefully it was Have we cut. ever seen? Okay, here's not a moment. Yet, not yet. We have not seen Paul's derriere. Do you think he ever does full frontal? We've seen, <laughs> our, he, yes. <laughs> with Samantha B? <laughs> In billions. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. As he like wipes his eyes with wads of cash or something. Is that yeah. what that shows about? It? Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> um, what, what was I going to say? Oh, um... Well, we need to see Paul's derriere. Oh, of course. We're on Paul I'm Butt sure Watch. I'm sure we will. Uh, Weight Watch. This is in 1998. Mm-hmm. So this is, what was the 2000s movie that we watched recently? Duets? I think so. Yeah. No. Du- Crit- no. Duets was another one that we had to pull back for. I don't remember. I don't anymore. remember either. But anyways, in 1998, during mm-hmm. this time, he was looking a little plump. I, that's what I thought. But you thought he was looking kind of I thought of he thin. looked a little thin. But maybe that's – I mean, he's had a lot of fluctuation in these in these roles. Yeah. And I think because we've gone back, I've become kind of disoriented. And we're not judging. We're just no, observing. No, 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 no. We're observing. Just like Jeffrey Tambor. We I said he looks a little plump bit, Paul. Plump Paul's my favorite Paul. Yeah. And not in the mean way where Just people, like how Jonah Hill's not funny anymore. <laughs> I was about to say, and not in the mean way like people say about Jonah Hill <laughs> before you rudely <laughs> said exactly the thing I was about not to say. Um, but let's keep moving on because we're almost near the end of the movie. So he gets out. Oh, let's rate Paul quickly. Oh, right. I want to give, I'll give him five out of ten Pauls. Yeah, I was going to give him five Just too. down the line, nothing special. He did nothing special. No like accents, four or five. No or yelling five. really. No. Like he just, there is a funny scene with him and a monkey though. But the monkey is the star of that scene. The monkey moves its mouth. Yeah, the monkey kills it. So, I mean, if you're upstaged and by the monkey. And the monkey's Spanish. I know. How great. So, if you're upstaged by the monkey, I'm saying five out he of ten. He has some good, like, facial. Like, he kind of winks at Eddie Murphy in a couple mm, moments. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. He does a little bit of things like that. But, like, I don't know, man. He didn't have enough. He didn't have enough. He'd, I mean. It was a weird choice. I didn't think Paul should have been in this movie. He, and he's about to do more kids' films. Like, yeah. in the canon. like Because Paul's a good comedic actor, but it's only when he's given enough energy. If the character has enough energy to be yeah. funny. And this character had no energy. And I can't tell. I mean, th- Paul didn't really have anything special to add, and he didn't have a lot of screen time in order to like kind of elaborate and do anything with. No. So I think it's like just a no-win kind of role for him. Yeah. You know, he probably did it because friends with the director, obviously from private parts, throw him a little bit part in this movie. Yeah. Do what oh, you do. right. right? True. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is the connection. The connection. Wow. Was he? And, but he know. wasn't. He wasn't in the squeakquel. No. God. Well, Fuck. Who knows? I don't think so. No, he wasn't in the squeakquel. Um, but so I'd say, yeah, so we're in kind of agreement there. We're in agreement. Four or five. Yeah. That's well, kind of where I'm sitting. Jake Paul's, Logan Paul's. Jake Paul's, Logan Paul's. I mean, one and one. I'll agree. One and one. Yeah. It's like, eh, you know, whatever. You understand. It's, it's a you blip. understand it. We're, we, I totally get yeah. it's objective. We're on the same page. Obviously. Um, but it's like a blip in its canon, you know? Like, it's cool. Cool. He was in Dr. Doolittle. Cool. Cool. He had a cat. Cool. cool. Um, but moving on. So Dr. Doolittle gets out of there, and um, he goes back. He has to save this uh, circus tiger anyway. Um, you know, he gives up on his gift, creates a distance with his daughter. Then he realizes he needs to accept his gift. Um, then the final act, the big climactic act, he uh, performs surgery on a tiger while his practice is having a big merger press conference upstairs. Mm-hmm. He saves the life of the tiger in front of the cameras and embraces his abilities. And also all the animals gang together to protect him from the police. That's kind of like a side thing, but it's a happy ending. Yay! Yay! He saved the tiger. What if it was a sad ending? What if the tiger like ate him? Where was that blood clot? His back. That's what I was trying to figure out. His back. In the cat. In the is the back of the the cat. The the back of the cat. But it was in like the his neck. It it was like in his brain or his neck or something. Now, Sam, I'm not a veterinarian, but but I'll wager. Neither's Doctor Doolittle. (laughs) Fair point. So who doesn't matter? I did have a question about the biology of some of it because when he was like feeling around for all the animals, when he had that animal session in the middle of the movie, he kind of a bunch of animals come into his house and he yeah. like, fixes them. Basically. And he helps them out. Yeah. And uh, he's like doing all this biology stuff with animals. And I'm like, he Do doesn't you actually know. know where organs but are. They're, at rats? the end of the movie, Norm MacDonald's dog, the lucky, yep. lucky yep. Dr. Doolittle's uh-huh. dog. He's uh-huh. like, so you're going to work on animals and dogs, aren't you? Or and animals, aren't you? And then he goes, yeah, we're pretty much the same. And I'm like, no, we're no, not. No, you're not. We're no, we're not. Like, I'm not the same as a bird. Maybe a monkey, but like not. 
like animals yeah. is a big category. <laughs> a lot of animals out there. It's a lot more studying there, Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, yeah, I don't get crystals in my urine. Though I did like when he was looking up the the tiger thing. He was calling people. What he he called the he called Jeffrey Tambor's character the doctor. Oh, oh, advice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, at least he has and a also, man of science. that guy's holding cats horrible. That's what oh, I was that thinking. That was the funniest scene in the movie. I laughed so hard when he you picked laugh. up the cat and just <laughs> and like. the cat's upside down. It's like And he's just like talking. Everywhere. I thought that was really funny comedy. That's where funny it's cemented comedy. for me. I'm like, this is. Uh, I thought it was really funny comedy. No, no, no. I thought that was the funniest piece of comedy in the movie. that moment was good comedy. Oh, okay. Yes. When he picked Jeffrey Tambor holding that cat, acting like nothing's wrong, as the cat's <laughs> upside down and squirming in his arms, I think is like the That's cemented for me. I'm like, this is animal abuse, the movie. I don't know. I, re- I, I we have like, some different tried to kill here. tried to kill a guinea pig. Try <laughs> throws it up on the roof. Yeah, hits a dog. Um, there's also a monkey in the movie that's an alcoholic, and that made me very uncomfortable. I thought that was really funny. There we go. We have two different opinions on what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, and then beyond that, can I just say, kind of final thoughts on the movie? Final thoughts. Final thoughts on the movie. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's like it's just like a mediocre movie. It's not garbage. It's not good, mm-hmm. but it's like you know, fun for the whole family. I was, I mean, I I found it endearing though. I did find it. It endearing. was it was kind of weirdly sweet. Yeah, for all the all the hate I had for just being about butts, for being like the performances weren't that great. Um, the writing's kind of bad. Yeah, like the story's the, not that good. The movie's pretty bad. Yeah, but I found it kind of sweet. And, um, it's like the beats are fun, like yeah. when all the animals are in his house. And he's well, like, that's the oh, thing. Shit. That was, I think, my biggest takeaway was like at a certain point in the movie when all the animals were talking to him. I was just like in my head, I was like, God, I just love movies where animals have human personalities and voices. <laughs> Me too. I was just like, I it's eat so this adorable. shit up. Like when the pigeons are having yes. marital problems. I was like, I'm here. I'm here for it. I, I know. am here for it. I know. It is endearing, but then the, as a whole, it doesn't really come together. It Doesn't really come together. But, but that's okay. Nonetheless, you can't win all the animal movies. You no, know you what I mean? No, you can't. Just. The squeak will. So let's get into some clips, and then uh, we can get out of here because we've had a pretty full life uh, this week. Um, this clip here is Chris Rock as a guinea pig. So I want to kind of break down some of the comedians that are in this movie. Yeah, we should hear and the star power. You want to hear the star power? Is this yeah. that's the Chris Rock one? Yeah, well, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of them. Okay, well we'll just kind of go through here. This is Chris Rock as guinea pig, and um, enjoy. I feel good. I knew that I would. That feels good. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't listen to that clip the whole way when I added it in. That ending is hilarious. Holy that shit. That feels good. Oh, we need I to know. clip that. I know. That is the clip just that little Here bit. Here we go. Ready? That feels good. <laughs> that feels good. <laughs> uh, we also have Ellen as the dog here. If you really want to get a sense of who somebody is, you got to sniff their butt. More butt things. I know. Like, come on. Like, why? I, I thought we hit all the butt Well, because you know what kids love. Butts. But, and Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> kids. <laughs> they know kids all Kids love the queen of daytime talk shows. <laughs> and butts. She was groundbreaking. <laughs> um, Here's one of Gilbert Gottfried, another famous comedian. Am I alone here? Am I all by myself? Am I in another universe? <laughs> what is he plays a dog or a... He plays a dog. He yeah, he plays a dog. Okay. He wants a ball. You, oh yes, he's like freaking out. Yeah, and also he's in a he's only in a very small scene. Like why? That's his only moment. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know. Um, here's one. Because apparently I've... he's like saying that the dog has obsessive compulsive disorder. He's like, you need to calm down. Oh, okay, yeah. Here's yeah. another dog that's saying a line. And when all these dogs were talking, it did make me happy. I was like, yeah, happy dogs too. are talking. Uh, this is a dog saying. Well, you'll hear it. I love you. <laughs> Which was the best. That was the that best one moment. That was really that funny. Was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this is one that I specifically asked to be clipped. I called it Chauncey, and it's this woman <laughs> yelling to her dog. My dog, Chauncey! <laughs> <laughs> My dog, Chauncey! I love you. <laughs> oh, good Poor stuff. Chauncey. Good stuff. And then um, I think Chauncey does it. Then Chauncey's like. I'm not deaf. I just like. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just, uh, I forget what he I said. I just like her butt. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I just want to sniff her butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, the first thing in the movie, Eddie Murphy gets into trouble because he sniffs the, the guy's butt. Yeah, cause because Ellen DeGeneres told him to. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Um, this is Norm explaining the ending of the movie. 
but just explaining the, the whole the message whole, of he, the movie. He sums it up, um, and that's a really nice uh, little thing. I'm a dog, and I act like a dog. I don't try to be anybody else. Dogs we are ridiculous. Are, and you are a I'm doctor a dog. who can talk to animals. You know, I'm that's a dog. who you are. That is not who I am. Stop lying to yourself. Didn't I tell you to get out of here? Get out of here. Go. I think Norm talks about this on his podcast somewhere. Fine. Oh, Stop yeah. coming around here and talking to me. With pleasure. You better not come back. We should look up Norm McDonald ah! interviews about Bonehead. Ah! That's all of y'all. Leave me alone. Stop talking to me. Ruined his life. That's a laugh. Ah! 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 <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, why is Eddie Murphy yelling? He's so scared of animals. Get away from me. You better not come back. Ah! <laughs> oh them. God! Um, and then uh, two more, two more clips here, I think, or three more. Uh, this is when a man breaks his nose. Oh, we didn't talk about the chaos. Oh, you want to talk about chaos quickly before we leave? Like quick little dissertation on chaos. Okay. Let's hear. So there's light chaos with the rat. The rat. I, um, I don't. Yep, I, yep, I, I, I have both it. here. Yeah, we have rat chaos here. You want to hear this? Yeah, let's hear that. No, I can't. You look that rat. No, Jay, no, Jay, it's not too crazy. It's light chaos. Honestly, this this to me seems like kid chaos, where it's like high pitched. It's like very like, it's cartoony. Yeah, cartoony. Which actually, I would say it's different from Big Mama's House chaos, which felt more like real chaos. Yeah. This is like cartoony chaos. Yeah. But continue your dissertation. I think you can pick out certain things in it. There's certain characters that you can follow properly. Mm-hmm. And then, but you're right. It is. It is very much like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You know. And then we have the nose break, which you're saying is more. I think it's better chaos. It's better. I think chaos. it's a better okay. example of chaos. Let's check it out. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. It made me laugh right there because you can really pick out what they're saying. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Chaos. You know we love our good, uh, good amount. Um, I also wanted to clip uh, this really quickly from the opening of the movie. Um, there's these weird dog sounds that are happening in the background while Norma's speaking that what? I don't know even if you noticed. Until I didn't. No, no, no. Just give this a listen again and pay attention to the to the, the, the to the sound design in the background, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, they say the great thing about being a kid is it's so easy to pretend. You can have a conversation with your dog. There's also duck plaques. There's so many animals. Banana. Well, what if it wasn't pretend? What if you could have a conversation? Don't you feel like you're like... I mean, not with a baseball good. or banana. That's, good. that's ridiculous. I think that's very smart. There's a lot of stuff going on, but you just don't notice but it. But you don't... No- yeah, no, that's good. That's why the Oscars it kind have of a sound <laughs> design category. <laughs> it kind of just feels like neighborhood sounds. That's kind of what I... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like coming in on a narrative, yeah. like a, on a neighborhood. But anyways. Um, anyway, we have one last clip, and then we will uh, tap you on the butt and set you off for your week, because uh, we'll be done. Uh, this is called Rodney, not dead. Ready and go. He didn't die. His name is Rodney, and he's in my room. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't like this movie. Ah, uh, wow. Um, but next week we're watching another movie. It's called Safe Men, and this is another movie that was added to IMDb, I believe, that we didn't have. Yeah, it was. Oh, you're right. Yes, yeah, it so was. So this is another one we're catching up on, also from 1998. Um, Paul plays a character named Veal Chop, and I have the trailer here that we can uh, listen to. Um, maybe we can almost le- leave off on that, then we'll say goodbye. Anything else we want to add in this podcast here? Um, anything that we're missing, Sammy? Uh, you, we could. They could do better with animal movies. Sure. They could have done better with this. That's all I'm saying. That's all, that's I it. I agree. I have a higher standard for, and I hope I know that he stars in Big Fat Liar, which I liked as a kid. Yeah, but I don't know. I bet you it doesn't hold up. I bet we'll you find out. We'll find out. But I'm saying I hope he does some better kids' movies moving forward. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so that's my kind of hope for Paul. All right, man. Okay. Safe men. Let's do it. Safe men, and then uh, then we're gone. And how about safe men and women next You're time? Huh? Right. This You're is 1998, right. so maybe I'll give it an excuse. But next time, safe. Have you heard about the reboot? Safe women. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. It's amazing. Aquafina. Safe women. Aquafina. Is there a person in real life named Aquafina? That's a water brand. No, what's her? You're right. Who's the other? Aqua. Aqua, no. the hit band. No, Aquafina is a person. No, it's not. That's yeah, a water Aquafina. brand. No, no, no. Aquafina is that rapper, Is and she was in Ocean's 8. Aquafina. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll recognize her. She's Asian. You might think she's dating Paul. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay, here's the trailer for Safe Men. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! They have come to a critical point in their musical career. We gonna get it on. We're gonna turn this world around. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Yeah, bro.
Put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Let me hear you say, oh, oh. I think trailer right. should be shorter. But now you crack this. Oh, this guy again. Their new career choice isn't very sad. It is the same guy, right? I think it, I think it is. It is, right? He domineered the market. Isn't safe. You want to know who I work for? I think they did a documentary about him. It's called In a World. Oh, no, no, no. In a World is a movie. It's with Lake Bell. I used to have a big crush on Lake Bell. I know it's Bell. She's an actress. But look at she really hot as hell. Man, though, I... Now... <laughs> Get I don't think we talked about how hot Eddie Murphy's wife is. Like, do you want to talk about it over this trailer? Because yeah, we never actually listened to the trailers. I really do. She's so hot, dude. I she's got... in lingerie. Oh, I wish this was. I... God. Whoa. I whoa, 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 whoa. I hope she fucks in the sequel. If anything, we need to do like a, a Google search for something. Cause I, I like I need to see if any if she's been in any, like I need to see if they put her face onto a porn star. <laughs> Look up some deep fakes, deep fakes of this '90s actor. And we don't even know her name. We should really know her name. But she's so pretty. I felt yeah. I felt head over But you're right. In the scene when she like is trying to have sex with Eddie Murphy and he doesn't, I'm like ah! what are you doing? You're more worried about animals. And he's like, uh, uh, well, tomorrow night, tomorrow night. <laughs> I was like, Eddie Murphy, you were taking for granted what God has placed in front of you. Yeah, she's beautiful. And she sticks with him when he, like, seems like he's going crazy. Like, absolutely crazy. And is not recognizing how no. crazy he is. And she's put up with so much. Because he, like, first of all, is the guy who, like, the classic character who has to, like, put work before his family. You know? And then yeah. on top of that, he has, like, a mental breakdown. So, like, she has to go through so much, but she's there for him, you know? Yeah, and then she know. supports him at the end. Wonderful woman, Fuck. very sexy. Even after he didn't buy her a convertible. Because he fucking teases her right That's at the actually, beginning. That's actually a funny joke. That was a good joke. joke. Okay, anyway, that was Safe Men. We're that was Safe Men, guys. I'm glad you listened to the trailer <laughs> along with us. You can find us on Instagram. Please follow us, uh, Jamadi Podcast. You can email the podcast at emailjamadi at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah. Come back next week. Safe men. Woo! Safe men next week. Love you, Dan. I hope you don't die. Thank you. Hopefully my heart sticks around uh, until next week. What if I? What if my heart explodes by the next episode? I hope it explodes right now. Uh, 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 All right. Bye. Uh, bye. Uh, Blessed be the Dramati. Praise, praise be. be.